Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I could see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, papi. Te quiero ver. Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. It's been on my mind. So, um, you know, it's your girl from Detroit. Give me back when you get a chance, okay? Talk to you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. So, talk about what's going on, family. Basically, wanted to know, was I tripping? When I look at a lot of people's uh, social media, I see couples and they're taking pictures. They're going on vacation. Uh-huh. And my girl chooses not to have me as a part of her social media. I don't follow her on Facebook. I don't follow her on Instagram, Snapchat, mm-hmm. none of that. So I was just trying to figure out whether or not I should feel some type of way or should I just let that go. I mean, I'm a little older. I'm 35, so right. I don't know if I'm tripping or or should I even care. And I wanted to know what, what basically did you feel about that? Mm, that's a good question. See, it's two things I feel. <clears throat> one, the way I move, I think that once you start dating someone, you should follow them on social media. And the reason why is because you might be a strong individual, but just one day you go on social media, you see the wrong nigga saying something to your bitch, and she replying. Not to be flirtatious, but just to reply. You're like, why do you reply to that motherfucker? you got to be stronger than that. I just feel to avoid all the nonsense. Is When you're dating, you shouldn't follow one another. I think it gives you peace of mind. What you don't know won't hurt you. It's only social media. It's only pictures. But it can have an effect on you because we're, we're human. You could be a solid individual, but tomorrow morning you wake up, you might be in a bad mood. Something might be going on in your life. You probably didn't eat. You probably might be hungry. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah, you see something like, oh, hell no. And you're tripping for the wrong reason. So you're doing the right thing. How long you guys been dating? We've been dating since October last year. Uh, We started off dating. She was still in her situation, but... Uh, you could say October of last year, and we made it official in March of this year. All right. So. Now, y'all don't live together, do you? No. All right, cool. We don't live together. Okay, that's perfect. Don't live it. Don't, don't let no one, don't you move in with no female, and don't let her move in with you until about two I or mean, three years. She, she's very independent. We both got good jobs. We both have no kids. Um, we both been through, you know, shitty-ass relationships. Right. And I think we're meant for each other, but we're taking it slow. Um, right. When she le- when she left her last relationship, she was staying with me for a little while, but she did decide to get an apartment on her own so she could have her own freedom and know right. what it is to, you know, take care of an apartment and pay bills and stuff like that. So I think eventually when we come back together, if it be a year or two from now, you know, we'll come back together. We'll be equally yoked. It's great, great. Great story. 
out of all the shows I do, to hear a young man on the right track just makes me feel so good, yo. You know, all I could do in this situation right here is really give you my blessing because you're on the right track. But let me give you another piece of advice. Don't even try to have him move in with you until you stack up anything over 25000 When you Between both of us or together? No, just yourself. Just myself, okay. Now, and let me tell you why. Well, let me tell you the reason why I was just over 25000 Because if something goes wrong, you lose your job, she gets hurt, you can cover the debt until she Definitely. gets on her feet. See, if you Definitely. only got like seven, 8000 depending on where you live, depending on car, depending on all these things. Well, guess what? You That money goes fast. See, yeah, money goes right. fast is how you that. make it, you know? But if you have a cushion, if you got that cushion and you have a little crisis, you can be yeah. able to survive, and that's what I mean. Don't well, I think that's crisis. something that we – I think that's something that we could come up with within a very short period of time. Like I said, we both we both have a good job. So even if we come up with that money, if it ain't quite time yet to come together and live together and get married and all that, we'll still probably wait. Yeah, just as long as you got that money, whether it's with her or any woman, that's what I need you to have. That's what I tell my children. And I'm telling you the same thing. You've got to have that in the bank along with more money and you're still working every week with money coming Definitely. in and you're nickel and dime off it. You know, you don't have to go out and splurge every now and then. You still you splurge in the summer. You splurge for your birthday. You make sure that your Christmases are solid. I always tell people, no matter what you do out the year, make sure come November you got money for Christmas to buy the gifts, to pay your rent, to make sure that people are happy because um, it's just a good feeling when you get your money right around the holidays. And that's what I try to tell people. Now, what kind of work do you do? I'm a supervisor at the airport. I don't necessarily want to say what company I work for, but I okay. work at North Airport. And I'm a supervisor, okay. so I'll just leave it at that. Okay, cool. That's all right, fam. That's all right. I come to North Airport a lot. When I see you, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a tell you that... Uh, I was the one you talking to because I, I do right. see you a lot. I'm not always able to come up and greet you because I'll be busy, but right. we'll be able to touch bases, you know, okay. if some time that's passed, and I'll right. let you know how everything went. Um, that's pretty much it. So I guess I was kind of tripping yeah, you, a little bit. Yeah, you was tripping up right, but it's good that you was able to speak to me. And remember, at the end of the day, you're human. Definitely, you and I don't want anything have... to mess up my psyche or anything like that. Right? Yeah, you you are human, and so you know. Um, so even if she to... changes, even if she changes her mind and says, "Okay, babe, we about to move in, or we're about to do this, or we're about to get married." Well, not get married, but if we're about to move in, or if she all of a sudden changes her mind, still say, "No, I, you don't. Want, I don't want to do it." Or yeah, say I'm cool. That That's all right. Now say I'm cool. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, see, now you got the upper hand when she says Definitely, that. definitely, definitely. See, now That's she's going to be like, she's going to be like, what, yeah, what, why you don't want to do it? And you just going to be like, nah, nah, I'm good. You know, I'm good. It's only, it's now, only, even, it's now, now even if she says, even if she says, uh, you don't want to do it because you're hiding something, I mean, how do I, how do, how do I combat that argument? Just you say, post her picture. You can take her picture and post it on you, on your thing. 
but you could say to her, babe, you, don't, you ain't got to put me on your Instagram. Like, I don't mean no I was harm. thinking the same thing. I was thinking the yeah. same thing. See, you Definitely. live by example in life. See, most men are tell a female, bitch, you better do this or that. See, I don't believe in that. I got believe it. you live by example. Like, say if you live together and you want her to work out, well, guess what? You get up and start going to the gym. You get up and start jogging, your ass start looking good. If a bitch is Definitely. smart, she going to jog with your ass, too. I, 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 tend, I tend to think that I have, I don't have control over her, but I'm very influential. Like, I'm like, she takes what I say and my jokes and my mannerisms and kind of like my sayings and she kind of uses them. So I do have a big influence on her life in a good way. Right. And what you always want to do way. with a grown woman, you never tell a grown woman what to do. What you say to a grown woman is like, baby, may I make a suggestion? Because when you make a suggestion, it shows that you're equal and that you're not trying to tell you what to do. I just have a suggestion. And if it makes sense and that person has common sense, they'll listen to you. See, some guys will say, want to just check a girl and, and tell them what to do. But you can't tell no grown woman, no grown man what to do. But you can say, may I make a suggestion? And people will sit back and listen to you more when you say that. And you use that in anything in life, at your job, in arguments, anything in life. If you say, may I make a suggestion, you will get people's attention a lot faster. Yeah, because she comes from a situation like when she grew up, she was kind of sheltered and you know, her first major relationship that was five years previous to me, he was kind of controlling. So the one thing she did say when we first got together is she wants to be able to be herself. She wants to be able mm-hmm. to be in the, independent of the relationship. Under under the umbrella of the relationship, she wants to be able to be independent. And I want to give that to her. So I'm definitely mm-hmm. not one of those types, at least not in this relationship, to try to control her or to manipulate her into doing the things I want. I kind of do make suggestions. I may don't. I may not use that terminology, but I kind of mm-hmm. can persuade her. Like I said, I do have a good influence over her. So if it sounds right and it's something good, she's more likely to follow me because she knows that at least for right now, I'm, you know, I'm an upstanding guy. So right. Okay. I'm happy cool. About cool. That. Right. And being from Newark, that's solid because you know I know how the brothers are in Newark. A lot of solid brothers are in Newark, New Jersey. You know, and, and especially if you're working. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Well, working. I'm from Irvington, though. I I I got to just get anybody hear my voice and recognize it. I work in Newark, but okay. I'm from Irvington, New Jersey. Okay, Irvington is just a solid, too. Um, what's the school? <laughs> is it Bartram in Irvington? What's the school in Irvington, high school? Um, um, Frank H. Morell. Uh-huh, what else? Or Ir- Irvington High. There's no other uh, high school in Irvington. Yeah, Irvington High. Uh-huh. I remember them back in the day, yeah. Because I grew up in That's Jersey me. City. Okay. Okay. Yeah, was it a lot of squabbles back in the day in your day? Between, nah, uh... not at all. Okay. Not at all. It was real yeah. um, peaceful, go to school, get education, and um, try to make a living. And track and feel, when I ran track, it got Definitely. me out the hood. And got me going to college yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it was just a true blessing that um, back back in those days. But Jersey City on a whole another level right now for. Yeah, Irvington is too. 
Yeah. No kids too. Good. Also. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. And, it's just, and, and for you to be working and focused, I, I really commend commend you for the effort. I know your family is really proud of you, yo. Yes. Yes. Yes, they are. Um, now, let me ask you a question. Do you hire people as well? I have influence over candidates, but I don't do hiring per se. Okay. But um, when we have vacancies, uh, if someone puts in for an application, you know, they can use me as a reference and different things like that. And, okay. You know, depending on what type of person they are and how they right. present themselves, I will yeah. vouch for them. Okay, so. that's important. Everything you said right there is critical because how you conduct yourself and what you do, because one of the worst things in the world is putting the wrong person on. Definitely. Definitely. I, I hear you say that all the time when I listen to your, to the episodes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You gotta, you know, you gotta be very selective when you, when you, when you choose to deal with, uh, people in this world. Right. You, you do. It means so much. I learned the hard way. But it was truly um, a life lesson, and I'm glad I'm able to share with people that you can take this and move forward because that's what it's really all about. But what I'm hearing from you, family, out of all the shows I've done, you're solid. You got your mind right. You got your own place. You're not living with a woman. You're not insecure. You're not depressed about nothing. And I really, really, I'm quite sure my fan base is going to really appreciate you, too. And I truly, truly wish you the best, yo. I, I, I really, really do. But like I said, treat this woman good. Um, How's your sex life? You guys have sex on a regular basis? We definitely have a sex on a regular basis. It's nice and healthy. It's it's consistent. It's okay. passionate. Uh, okay, cool. She probably wants to do it a little bit more, but we're definitely, you know, we're pacing ourselves because we both work and right. got our own thing going on. But when we come together, it's always fun and games. And that's and what I like about being with us. Yes, of course. Okay. I'm 35 years better. old. You better. You know? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's some parts of the country, guys, some parts of the country, the women ain't getting it. <clears throat> and I'm kind of mad at it. I'm trying to get guys that if you kick in with a female, you got to believe in oral sex. Like, I believe in that. Like, even if you don't have time with your girl to have sex, sometimes just go yeah. down on her, yo, and say, baby, I don't have time to make love to you. But did you come? That's for you. I got to go. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. I hear you saying that all the time. Just eat a pussy, look at toes, and right. let her go to sleep. <laughs> yep, let her go to sleep. Rub her ass at night while you fall asleep. Ain't nothing Definitely. like Definitely. rubbing your woman's ass. Is, it, is it okay if I, if I shut out my social media, or that's not really something that... uh. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, it's no problem. Well, I'm her firstborn son, one word, on Twitter and Instagram like and Snapchat. Her firstborn her first son. Born, yeah, her firstborn son. And um, say it one more time because I was talking when you were talking. I'm sorry. Her firstborn son, one word, uh, her firstborn son on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Yeah, and to all the people listening, you know, when you get a chance, you know, hit the brother up, commend him encourage him and he's doing the right thing and that's what life is truly about all right on that no family you know you reach out to me anytime to everybody listen to the show this is my man from irvington new jersey worked at Newark airport on the right motherfucking track and i really <laughs> love this shit all right and you know how we always say may your pain be champagne 
You're listening to the T to the motherfucking K, T.K. Kirkland Podcast. One love, family. God bless. God bless. Thank you very much. Uh, you're welcome. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And today, we're going to add a second show to the show because I had to drop one of them because the gentleman who had his shit together had to be played. And I wanted to drop another one at the same time. And I hope that you enjoy, all right? Please put the word out. Keep telling people about the show. We're changing lives one week at a time, all right? Until we talk again, may your pain be champagne. T to the motherfucking K. Go. Yeah. You good? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Stay in your ass right, in one man. spot. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in one spot. My fault. My homie pulled up. <laughs> he, he, trying to, he trying to spark wood for a nigga because the nigga going through some shit. But nah, my fault, man. But okay, so now what we saying now? But yeah, it's like I'm just trying to build this for real, for real, and it's like uh, it just seems like it's mad obstacles that be coming in the way, and that be setting it back, be setting the money back, and it's like I'm just trying to, I'm trying to really get ahead so I could go ahead and like provide for my my shorty and get out of my situation. Like, mm-hmm. so you have, you have my, kids? Nah, I ain't got no kids. Okay. Y'all live together? No, nah, not yet. I mean, it's like she stay with me more more or less like every other day. Mm-hmm. But we all live together. Like right now, the way my family situation set up, my pops, he had uh, caught a brain injury and he was in the hospital for like 100 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he can't even go back to work. So now it's really just me and my mom. We out here doing what we got to do, putting the, putting the bread out there or whatever. Right. So I just, I'll be doing that, and she'll be right there riding from me. So it's, it's, okay, so... to the point where it's like, I'm on my own. Yeah, but you got a little situation, though. Exactly. Your situation is your mom and your pops. What? You know, and you just can't abandon them. You know, it's a, it feels like it's an epidemic yeah. going on in the world where kids are forgetting their parents as they get older. And I'm not saying that you got to stress yourself out because you're only 21, right? Right. Yeah, so my thing is if you could commit another year, two years to helping your mom out, and at the same time, I think that would be a great situation because you still got your whole life to live. It's not like you're 50, 60 years old and you might be uh, handicapped in a couple of days. You're in a situation where you're young and strong. And even though that it's not a bad thing, I mean, I'm quite sure a lot of 20 year, 21 year olds don't want to be working and taking care of a sick father and a mom paying bills. You can't travel, you can't do what you want to do. But as time goes on, you you will be able to accomplish these things. Now, let me ask you another personal question: Does your father have life insurance? Hmm. I want to say yeah, but it might just be enough to bury him for real, for real. Yeah, see, and that's the, another thing I'm trying to get people to understand. As you get older and as you have a family, you got to have life insurance, not just burial insurance. People want to right. just have burial insurance, but a life should be valuable. Right. A life should be, when someone dies, someone should inherit, at least how I feel, a hundred Two hundred, four hundred thousand dollars or more, so that person can live and move on and survive. Like I really want family members 
to take out insurance on one another, but people think so ignorant. And if you take out insurance, especially motherfuckers in the hood, they'll start knocking motherfuckers off. Talk about accidental death so they could double the policy. You, you understand what I'm saying? So you can't really okay. give people positive knowledge like that because people start killing one another over greed. Over greed. So you got to keep your mouth shut to a certain extent, but it's something that I really want to take pressure over young kids like yourself. Right. Because you shouldn't have to be going through all this. Yeah. You're going and through I mean, some grown man shit. Yeah, and for real, that's kind of like, because me and my mom's like, me and my mom's are tight, so we talk about it. And she'll tell me, she'll be like, you know, I still want you to go out there and live your life and make memories and not have to worry about, you know, me and your dad because at the end of the day, he's my husband and that's my responsibility. That's what I signed up for when I decided to marry him. Mm-hmm. And even though, like, I know the, the history behind that and I know that they ain't always seen eye to eye and niggas done did each other dirty either way, however you want to spin it. And mm-hmm. I respect her for all that. And then I still feel like a piece of me is like, damn, like, I can't up and leave because I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, I want to take care of everybody. But then it's like, it's hard to be like, okay, go ahead and live your life. But then on the back burner, it's like, damn, I'm kind of leaving y'all stranded. But it's not really leaving y'all stranded because you just said, go ahead and live your life. You know what I mean? So It's Catch-22. You go live your life right. and motherfuckers will talk about you for the rest of your life. But you can still... Yeah, you can still go on your own, but just double back. And what I mean by double back, you know, uh, every time you get a few extra dollars in your pocket, you come give it to her. You come by the house and spend time and ask her that she need help. Um, sometimes you only, I don't even think you should ask. I think it's just really from your heart. You should just really come there and help out for a day or two and then go back with your back to your place. But when I say help, whatever you can, whatever you can give without you struggling, your lights getting cut off, your cable getting cut off, or whatever, that's what you should do. Now, you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got what, four, bro- three, three older brothers and an older sister. Now, they're not helping out? Yeah, for real, for real, like, they help out when they can. Like, my sister, she just got married. So she, she was helping out for the longest, like, the whole time until she just up and got married, like, a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. My two older brothers, those are my dad. Like, we all have half brothers and sisters, but we don't even know okay. like that. Right. My, my, two, my two oldest brothers, those are my dad's kids from the first marriage. They already got families, like, two, three mm-hmm. kids, white, all that, and then they live, like, an hour plus away. So, like, right. they be trying, but same time they they got family that they got right. care and they right. these little kids like they teenagers these little kids and then my my brother on my mom's side he he care but it's not his dad that's his step pop so like he gonna be there but he live all the way in Virginia and he in a navy and he just had a baby so I ain't mm-hmm. sure saying no extra help so it really now it really is just me and my mom helping my pops like right my mom but now we don't lost one because she don't want to go make her memories and I ain't mad at her for that but it's just like that just makes it a little bit more harder for niggas mm-hmm. yo this is what life is about you know you hear all these different stories in the world of happiness and people doing well and then you hear stories like yourself 
when the reality comes. Like everybody you see balling or trying to ball or trying to do they, they're not preparing themselves for what's about to happen when they get older. You know, guys yeah. are marrying video vixen women, women who might just leave them stranded when they get older. Guys, what? women are marrying men who may not even look out for them when they get older and sick or have an injury, who may not have the proper insurance to take care of you when you get sick. And I'm really glad that we're doing this interview type thing because it will bring awareness to people to make sure they have um, life insurance or some type of insurance that could take care of you when you're right. sick. But the real, the real journey is a man, especially at your age and young men and young women, you got to put money to the side and save as you get older so that when you're in the situation, you can have a nanny come through. You got someone who can be power attorney of your money to make sure that nurses get paid, people get paid, so that you can die comfortably. You know, no one should have to leave this earth in a fucked up situation when you had a whole lifetime to prepare. Exactly. You know, you got a whole lifetime to prepare because this is inevitable. This day will come that your ass will get sick. This day will come, you know, and you want to... CYA, cover your ass. Exactly. And that's exactly. important. And for you, and people, you know, it's not that there's a bad hand for you. It's not that it's the end of the world. You're just going through your life lessons at a different stage. You're like, how old is your dad? My dad is probably, he just had a birthday, so he's about 57. Oh, he's a youngster. Yeah. And how did he have, have the injury? He has Lyme's disease and sickle cell. So, uh, you you familiar with Lyme's disease and sickle cell? Yes, I am. Okay. So, I ain't even going to get into it. So, pretty much, he wasn't necessarily doing the best to take care of himself. And my mm-hmm. dad, before he got sick, he was a preacher. But we live in Jersey. He used to preach out in Brooklyn. So, that's mm-hmm. like an hour and a half ride back and forth. And when you're not taking care of yourself, you're putting that stress on your body and you're waking up and going to work the next day. And you doing all this stuff, whatever. Long and short, like we was out at church like one night, and we had like a revival. And he was like, he was feeling it, but he was just like wasn't looking like himself. And like he woke up like the next morning, like the middle of the night, woke up my mom was like, I don't feel good. I need to go to the hospital. And right there, that was the start. That was day one, and he he was out for like at least a hundred plus days. Wow. So he's in a coma. Nah, he. That's the thing, like. He, when they first admitted him in there, they was like trying to get him a blood transfusion, or some way, shape, or form. His brain went without oxygen for about like three to five seconds, somewhere in that range. Okay. And it was that like he wasn't in a coma, but he looked like he was in a coma post state. Like, he, like he just he he wasn't there. Like he was unresponsive. He wasn't talking, and he was almost asleep, but they weren't calling it a coma. And truth, I don't even know what the fuck to call it, but, right. like, the shit, the shit was hard for me to deal with, but I got to be the man of the house, so I'm being strong for everybody else. Like, mm-hmm. I was telling my homie the other day, like, I had my brother's dog with me, and, like, I'm in here being the man of the house. My mom's, my sister crying. The dog don't even want to go outside and take a piss. 
and shit. Like, I got to force him to come outside because he just feeling off everybody else's emotions that was in the crib. Right. So like, I ain't, I ain't even deal with that shit the right way. But, uh, nah, more or less, it was like once that happened, he was down for like, he spent like maybe like 90-some days in the hospital, and then he spent like another like 20, 30 days or something in rehab, and then he came home, couldn't go back to work. And pretty much, it's like he has his good days, has his bad days. Like, some days, it's almost like, almost to the extent of dementia, but it's not that, like, not that, it hasn't crossed that line. It's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. he'll forget things, he'll, he'll forget things, he'll forget, like, different, like, events or dates or whatever. And then, like, other days, he'll be on point and he'll know, he'll know more things than some. And then, wow. It's like, but it's really like a one-track mind. Like he, he, he was like for the longest time he was hooked on trying to get back to driving. And it was mm-hmm. like I was telling like when he came out to the hospital, I'm like, you can do all these things that you want to do, but you got to bounce back. Like you got to take care of yourself. And I wasn't even like I wasn't even talking to him on like you, my father. I mean, I was talking to him on some man-to-man shit. Right. I was like if you if you want all these things that you want, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm gonna bounce back. I'm gonna come back from all of this. And that's what I was telling them. But like I told everybody else, and like I told the niggas around me, I can't want it for you more than you want it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you want it that bad, you got to go out here and take that shit. But I can't personally take it for you because you sort of kind of want it. So it was like, I can help you as much as I can, but at the end of the day, you got to help your fucking self. Right. And that rule applied even to my, my, my situation. So it's like, I'm helping. But at the end of the day, too, it's like, I can't help you more than you want to help yourself. Mm-hmm. This is like now he he's trying to get it together, but it's it's a it's a slow process. It's a, real it's a slow, slow process. process. You just gotta encourage yeah. him. And do you read? Do you read it? Like, gotta go read to your dad. Right. You know, read the paper you know, if you can while you're sitting there. You know, read the New York um, Daily News or the New York Times. Yeah, I mean. I try and, like, talk to him and communicate with him. I think what really happens is, like, growing up, we ain't really have the best of relationships. Mm. Now, it's, like, after that, we, it's, like, after this whole situation, it's, like, I'm there for you, but it's hard to cross that line and be, like, oh, my dad, that's my best friend type shit. Well, we mm-hmm. never like that growing up. Like, my mom mm. was my best friend. And it's, like... My dad, it was almost like some hidden resentment because of the, the shit he was doing, like, to my mom's and hurting my right. mom's and shit. And right. I was already like, you know, fuck you for a little bit. You know what I mean? You still my dad, but, like, the shit you did as a man, like, fuck you on that term. Mm-hmm. It's just like, now I'm just trying to, like, I'm trying to, like you said, I'm trying to be there, but I'm still trying to. I understand. To and this is something that's important to young men who are in situations with their baby mom and their kids, you got to be around for your children so that one day when your ass is old, it won't be no resentment. Right. You won't mind taking care of your father. Right. But. Because even like real talk, whatever your parents dish out to you, you going to low-key give it back to them down the road. Right. How it happens, it just, it just works like that. Right. It's like, you, like the brain is like the essential computer, you feel me? So, 
So whatever you, because you, you, most people, they spend time around their parents, so most people act like they parents. Right. Some of the traits that you might get from your parents, you might not even realize you got from them, and then you're going to be like, oh, shit. You might see them do something, and you like, and then people call you out on some shit. You're doing like, oh, shit, where the hell are you got from? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's, and that's true as fuck, because, like, I'll be thinking about it, I'll be looking at my, like, past love life and all the bitches I done talked to, and I really be like, damn, I'm just like my dad. I can't keep my dick in my pants, and I can't be faithful for shit. And it's right. funny, but, like, it, it's true. Like, watching, yeah, like, watching my dad be a dog to my mom and shit and hurt her and, run, like, do all the crazy shit that he did. And then me growing up, I would turn around doing the same shit and just mm-hmm. acting like, oh, I'm just young. You know what I'm saying? I'm living life, whatever. I ain't got no, no commitment. But now that shit done fucked me up because now it's like, I'll be with my girl. I've been with her for like the last year straight. But like, I be, I'm a man. Like, I see something right. I like. I don't go after it, but I'm a look. I'm going to take a double look. Maybe I might even turn my head to the side just to watch it walk away. Mm-hmm. So it's just, now I see how that has fucked me up going, like, at least up to this point. Now it's just like, now that I know that this is what has caused me to be this way, I'm trying to change that shit and be different. And that's a good thing. You can't fault your father. Let me tell you about the world. There's some men in the world who grow to be players. There's some men who lack discipline. You know, maybe your father didn't have the proper guidance to teach him how to be with one woman. But everybody pretty much grew up a player. Everybody. Some people handle their business differently. Some people handle their business the right way. I'm saying from the bottom of my heart, give your dad a pass since you're talking to me. And I'm going to you why. One of the hardest things in the world is being a man when there's so many beautiful women in the world. And what I mean by that is some people do drugs. That's a weakness. Some people do alcohol. That's a weakness. Most people have a weakness. Some people are stronger than others, and they can handle it. What your father did to your mom, I'm quite sure he could take it all back, but that's his journey, and no one gave him the advice the way I'm giving you advice, and he didn't see the world he didn't see the he didn't see the world the way he was supposed to see the world because I'm quite sure he didn't expect this to come. What makes this conversation so good is that men who are cheating on their girlfriends right now men who are cheating on their wives right now, men who are neglecting their children right now, this story right here will put in perspective to get your act together and try to bond with your children as much as you can so one day on your deathbed, you really won't need your children. They'll be there to help you unconditionally. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. This is your dad. One thing he, you can never take away, he gave you the gift of life. No matter if you never saw him for 30 years, 50 years, you know, this is just how life played. But without him, you would not be here on this earth. And that has to, that has to have its value in something. So on that note, by him giving you life, even though he was a fucked up individual because he gave you life, Try your best to help him. Try your best to turn the other cheek and forgive him. Because he didn't do it to you. 
Right. It did it to your mom. You are. On top of that, we don't know what your mom did to him. Always remember that. In a story with men and women, is never told what the female has done to the man. And I'm not saying that your mom did anything wrong. I'm just saying it's a possibility. And you don't know nothing about it. And your pop just kept it to himself. Because that's the kind of man he was. Because obviously something was right. They never left each other. Something had to be right. They never left each other. You're right. So maybe your mom, maybe your mom did something to him, or maybe your dad did something to her, and they just said, "Fuck it, we still gonna stick together and ride this shit out." Right. Nah, I I did that. I mean, the way I looked at it was like, or the way I look at it now, it's like whatever problems they may have had. That's between, you know, Rosalind and David. You know what I'm saying? Those two mm-hmm. individuals that said they're going to come together, be together, and love each other for, forever. Right. That's between them. The marital problems they got, that's between them. Right. I, like, I can only deal with, like, the issues that involve family. You know what I mean? Like, if it's something like we got to move because we can't afford it, now that I'm concerned. Or somebody's sick, we got to take care of them. Now I'm, I'm in it, I'm concerned. But when it's like, well, you did X, Y, and Z, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Nah, that's, I'm, I got my own problems to worry about right. in my, my own relationship. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To, to deal with. Yeah, but what's great is that you're on the right track and spend time with your dad, yo. You know, you, you, you'll be amazed. You go in there holding his hand and talking to him. It might just give him the strength and the will to get better. And plus, my nigga, you how you you twenty one, right, bro? Yeah, bro. I'm I'm twenty and I'm like the youngest in my family. Uh, so being like around, all right. So Christmas hit, right? I went over there first time seeing me, my sister, and my brother all together at once. So this is the first time. Like when I'm really chopping up with my pops, he was really on, like, talking to me on some grown man shit. Like, no, no whole bar, none of that. Like, he will talk to you like you a grown ass man. Yeah, man, your mom, she, she, she's still not going to do you like that. She's still going to treat you like a little baby child. Mm-hmm. Well, no matter what you did, even if she know what you did. And I know damn well when your mother know you did some fucked up shit, and she don't know nobody to find out, she will help cover that shit up. Right. The hell would you fucking crazy me? But with your dad, yo, you if you really like like talk to him on some shit, he will really respond to you on the way you come in. And if you come on some grown man shit, you're gonna get some grown man shit right back. You and then you can't be afraid to tell him certain shit as well. Because I was is this you just gotta be open because once you get to that level it's just like man on oh man, if you gonna say what you gotta say. <laughs> we're not gonna fight about it because he's, he's fucking right. You know I mean? When we disagree, we're gonna agree to disagree and move to the next topic. Mm-hmm. But this thing right, right here, yeah. this thing right here is about giving him strength to get better. Right. And that's why you got to come around with positive energy and love. You do that, it changes everything. You know, it changes everything. 
Yeah, I, I dig it. But uh, while I got you, man, let me ask you a question. If you trying to build her and you you sincere about building her, mm-hmm. it's where it's like you out here, like you done, you done finesse the hell out her resume because all it is is just some paper saying what I did and right. they think they're going back, then okay, we got we got cover-ups for that. But you out, you don't finesse the resume and you flooding it out to the masses, like, and just, you know, shooting your shot and whatever sticks, you're going to see if it's for us and then roll with it. What what other, like, what else is there to do? I mean, I can't do the interview for you. And we, like, I'd already told her that she already understand that. And she, she appreciated me for helping her the way I have. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to do more because I see the potential in her. You know what I'm saying? See, I see the potential in myself. I just need to get my shit together. But like, and she and it's vice versa. But like, I feel like it's more than I could be out here doing. Well, how's your education? My education, I I did a semester down at Norfolk, but you know what I'm saying. Mom took me up, and it was a story with that, and I was fine okay. with it. Like, you know, I'm not about to watch my mom struggle just to to watch right. her fuck around and get drunk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, Came home, went to trade school for 11 months, but that was supposed to be like two years of experience, quote unquote. Get out in the field, that ain't really mean shit. And I was like, in the last year, I might have had like six jobs, not because like a nigga was getting fired, but just because like I seen a better opportunity in a shorter span of time, so I would take it to get to that next level for a better opportunity. What city you live in? I live in uh, New Jersey. I live like right by Rutgers in New Brunswick. All right, so you're down that way, New Brunswick. You have a car? Yeah, but I mean, right now it's uh, it's been disposed, but that should be only for like a week, hopefully. Hopefully. Perfect. All right, so you in New Brunswick? How far are you from Trenton? The way I drive, probably like thirty, forty-five minutes. Okay, hit me, hit me Tuesday on my DM. I got to connect okay. with Trenton. I'm gonna put you in touch with my crew down there, and we'll get you a job. Right. Yeah. So I I got a homie down there, and he got his own business. So I know he'll hide. And then I got a cop friend who's retired. He got his own business down there too. So I'll have them both um give you an opportunity. I'm not guaranteeing anything because you got to meet with them first. Right. And then you meet with them, and we rock and roll from there. And it's the best we could do. You know, because like I said, I don't mind helping you, dog. You know, I hear about your father. I hear that you're trying to do the right thing. And whatever connections I can help people, um, I definitely can. And when people hear these, these shows, they think I could do this everywhere. It's just that I've been lucky that the people that I see need help, once I know where you live, I, I just know somebody who lives there in that area. You know what I mean? So, no, no, I definitely, I was, like, I'm trying to tell you, I really listen to the podcast, man. Like, I was telling my, my shorty about how he was helping that dude, I, I think it was uh, Detroit, helping him get mm-hmm. a house. And, uh, yeah, I was like, damn, that's crazy. Like, it was right then when, like, I done heard all the things you done help people with and give them advice, but I was like, Damn, like TK out here dropping jewels and helping, like helping the culture. Like he really out here actually getting back to people, responding. I was like, you know what? Look, I'm gonna shoot my shot. Shit, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit him up and just and Mac and see what happens. And I was going to work and I looked at my DM. I was like, oh no, nah, this don't say TK. 
Oh shit, nigga! It's TK Kirkland. He just hit me back. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna hit my man. I'm gonna hit my people tonight too, because I'm on the West Coast right now, and I'm gonna go out of the country. But um, I will hit them tonight. They'll respond. I'm quite sure by tomorrow, I'll let them know. Oh, and um, what's your first and last name? Uh, Emmanuel White, but with I I M M A. So you want me to send it to you in the DM? Yeah, send it to me in the DM. And all that, and um, we'll take care of you, and we'll do a conference call and all that stuff, and I'll introduce you, and I'll tell them what I'm doing, and they're going to give you a shot. I guarantee it. I appreciate it, man. I really do. Yeah, you know, and then um, just ride it from there and see what the best you can do, you know. And to everybody who's listening to the show, I just want people to remember, listen to me. I I don't have no magic wand. I don't have no... Thing I look through to help people. It's just a, a blessing that um, I travel the world. I know so many people, and I can give yeah. this gentleman an opportunity. And we're going to rock it, yo. That's why I tell people all the time. It's not how many cars you have, not how many bitches you fuck, how many diamond watches you have. It's how many people that you put on before you left this earth. So I'm going to try my best and my damn to do whatever I can, humanly possible, to give people a shot because it really means that much to me. Man, if more people could feel the same way you do, the world would probably be a better place for real, for us. Or at least well, I appreciate it, fam. But... At least our community, the black community, would be a stronger, more close-knit community. Right. I totally agree. But, you know, we start one person at a time and hopefully it rubs off the other people. And that, that's the best we can do. But remember, your dad is important. You're going there spending time with him um, in prayer. You know, I'm a street nigga, dog, I, but I do believe in the energy of the man. And the energy of the man above is God. And as long as you pray and put it out and do the right thing, I, I think it'll be okay. And if something happens to your pops, and, you know, we just wish him the best and may God bless him. But then you got to continue your life and learn from these type of mistakes. And what I mean by that is don't grow old and be broke. Don't grow old and don't have insurance to cover your ass, to put your children in a situation like you are in. Amen to that one. That's all I remember. All right. On that note, me and you talk on Tuesday. May your pain be champagne player. You know, may my, my blessings go out to you. And you and your family, and to your homie in the car who's listening, yeah. and we'll take it from there. <laughs> no, for real, for real. You Appreciate you, TK, man. What my man say? You sound like a humble ass nigga. Like I, I personally just want to ask you one question. Yes, sir. Like what, what, um, what have you experienced, or what did you do to get the knowledge that you have today? You know, I live life, yo. I live. I've been all over the world. I have a good time. Um, I just love people. And I have an opportunity to share the knowledge that I have because I had to keep it to myself all these years until social media got to it. Well, social media really was a blessing for me because the people like Charlemagne the Guy, Noriega, Brilliant Idiot, it was able to put Vlad TV, it was able to put me in an era that you guys didn't know I exist. You know, people older than you knew who I was, 
but the young generation who's looking for guidance, looking for a real motherfucker to give them real advice and not sugarcoat shit is so important. And I just so happen to fall into that lane. But what I do with people is that when they do hit me on my DM and I read the stories, I read them until I call that person. I want people to try to figure it out. And what I mean by figure it out, say, okay, TK Adventures is going to call me, but let me try to figure out and help myself because what would a person do if you didn't know I exist? And that's the thing. So I just live life and I've been so blessed and I want to give something back as um, long as I can to put people on the right track because we all need someone just to take our shoulders and say, go that way for a minute. I think that you'll be okay. And if we all have that, we'll be good. I just so happen to be self-made because by me getting in trouble so much when I was young and was able to survive, I just know I wanted something better in my life and not keep getting in trouble. So I had to teach myself because my father died when I was 14. My, and I was, but I also went to college, ran track. So all the people that I've met, from my track coaches to celebrities to my way of thinking, I just created my own um, philosophy, and it just so happened I'm able to share with you guys. That's all. Word, uh, yo, keep doing what you're doing. I'm, I'm sorry to hear about your father, but uh, I know you're blessed to have the people that you met in your life, bro. So, yo, really just keep keep doing what you're doing, passion out, John. I'm going to actually check out your podcast. I got free up some things on my phone still. We got a lot of things work on. There. Yeah, let's keep it going, yo. And hit me Tuesday. Let's see if we can get you some work down there. And we'll rock over it. But in the meantime, just in case that doesn't work out, you got to get up in the morning and grind and try to find something to do. Oh, no, I That's definitely got something to do. Yeah, in <laughs> the meantime, because my situation is good, but you don't want to do that. And you're going to have to find a way to get a trade or a skill something in computers because that's where the country is going. So you got to get in. They got, and they got financial aid for stuff like that, yo. So put up the financial aid stuff and do all that and, and, and get on this bandwagon because you're 21. You're 21, yo. I don't pick up the trade. I got that heat and ventilation uh, uh, AC. So Yeah, that's a good job. So you got to go rock that shit. Oh, I'm rocking that shit. I'm rocking that shit right now. That's okay. Like I've been rocking that shit for the longest. Okay, so why do you? So you don't need another job. No, I'm trying to put my girl on. That's my whole thing. Like I'm trying to get her out of her situation. I'm trying to like. No, 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 no disrespect, fam. No disrespect. Right now we're gonna worry about you. Your girl will be okay. You young. You 21 years old. Don't be thinking about no other fucking female right now. Fuck her. Treat her good and move on. But you got to get your bag up. You got to get be thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars in the bank. Don't you come in that sister? Yeah. Keep you. If you don't want to wear a condom, make sure you pull out or don't fuck at all. But the goal is go take your ass to work, pray for your father, and get your money up. The problem is, it's good to help out a girl if you're about to marry. If you're already married and she fell off, and you want to put her on, that means you had equity in the relationship. But you're fucking twenty-one. You know there's a group of college bitches graduating in June. <laughs> I knew you fucking say that shit. I was saying it. <laughs> it's a whole new team coming out here. You better stop playing. <laughs> you better stop playing, yo. 
when you meet yeah. somebody, you got to say to yourself immediately, is this person a liability or an asset? You're 21. Okay. You can't be her father, fucker, and teacher and elevate and keep it moving. You got to focus on you. You're 21 years old. You ain't even got your own house. Thank you. Yo, how That's the fuck ridiculous. you going to try to help somebody else out and you ain't got your own house? You ain't got $100,000 in the bank. At this stage of your life, it's about you. I can dig it. It's about you. Don't let that pussy and the girl give you head, get you all psyched the fuck up like you think you got there Martin Luther King and you got to save the world. You got to be a G. You got to stay strong. You got to stay strong. You got to fuck up, get a gift. And if it works out, it works out. But if it don't work out, baby, it was a pleasure. Thank you for this journey. And you move on. But don't get caught up in that, oh, I'm going to help her out. And you're stressing over this shit. Ah, oh, she needs this. She needs that. I helped her with a resume. Man, you're 21. You better go and live your motherfucking life. It's people over in Afghanistan fighting for freedom. And here you go, I want to be hooked up with somebody. You're 21. Don't worry about that shit. Worry about you. Worry about Jordans. Check out women. Eat pussy. Get your dick sucked. Travel. Get your passport. Get nice socks, cologne. Get you a nice whip. Get a nice haircut. Get a manicure, pedicure. Work out. Do Pilates and shit, nigga. Yoga. These are things that you want. Not you calling T to the motherfucking K up talking about, yo, T, listen, how can I make my bitch an asset? And you motherfucking 21 years old, if, you, if I was there, I'd smack him. <laughs> what side of the phone you got your face? What side of the phone is your, the phone on? What side of the left or right side of your face? <laughs> I got, I really got speaker, okay, just smack yourself on the right side of your motherfucking face and wake the fuck up. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Hey, I appreciate you for keeping it so real, though. Yes, sir. Really Focus mean. on yourself, man. You're 21. You got to have something to offer a woman first. When you get that, then you can start making executive decisions. Right now, it's about survival of the fittest. May your pain be champagne. All right? We talk soon. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Charlemagne the God, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.